This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. The work that you do there at the office of J. Hagen Capital, huge area that's very important to you is the idea of working to reduce the taxes we're going to have to owe in our retirement mm-hmm. years. Here's a fun little story, a little anecdote for you. Ask yourself what crazy things Americans might do to have a tax-free future because <laughs> this new survey revealed when they asked this question to folks, <laughs> one in 10 people would clean prison toilets for what? three years. Oh, dear. In exchange to never have to pay taxes again. Oh, well, no, hold on. Okay. To never aggressive. pay them again. Scrubbing prison toilets weekly for three years. I but mean, to never, ever, ever pay taxes again. Ooh, I'd have to think about that. that I haven't been to any prisons recently, right, so I don't same. know what I don't know what I'm, I'm sure going to be dealing, dealing with, with there. Yep. <laughs> but I, I would I would do a little bit more research about that, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. We all know that taxes are not going to go away. It's just a matter of working to control how much we actually give to Uncle Sam versus how much we have to give to Uncle Sam. And this is where you come in to help with tax planning, is it not, sir? Yeah, so it's interesting. So I had to, I had to look at this article when you told me this uh-huh, one because uh-huh. I thought, man, would I be one of those ten? I don't know. I don't. Maybe I would. Prison I'd have to know what I'm is dealing with. Aggressive for me. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd fall into that camp. I don't know if I would either. Yeah. But the article went on further and said one in seven people would actually name their child taxes. The name taxes. If they could actually have a tax-free future. Okay. So that's one in seven. Okay. okay. There you go. Uh-huh. Uh, 39% of the people said they would move to a different country for a tax-free future. And nearly half would move to a new state. Yep. Now, guys, think about that. Because I talk to a lot of you all the time yep. about, hey, when you're thinking about retirement, are you really going to think about staying locally? Have you ever considered going to Tennessee? Do you have any family members there? Do you like Dale Hollow Lake? You know, or what about Florida? What about Texas? Mm -hmm. And the reason I ask that is because I want to stimulate your mind and ask yourself, hey, do you really want to stay here? If you do this, fabulous. But there are tax incentives to go to some other states. Yep. And then there are also other groups of people that I've talked to with regularity about, hey, should you consider at all maybe having a different residency in another country that may be more tax favorable, if you will? You know, there's a there's a guy that I've followed for years on the internet. He's called the Nomad Capitalist. Yeah. And his whole point is, hey, when you've done well in this country, you just have to understand the United States is still a great place to be, but they don't necessarily treat you as well as other countries mm-hmm. like Panama or Costa Rica or Bermuda, or the Cayman Islands, or Bahamas, because all of those countries are tax-free to their citizens. And so you have to think about that. If you've done a very good job saving, if you've done exceedingly well, would you consider, maybe not scrubbing prison toilets, but would you consider relocating to some of those other places? Now, a lot of people will go, heck no, John, I got grandkids and all that kind of stuff. I fully agree with you. But if you are one of those who would be inclined to say, hey, you know, some of those places are kind of like, you know, tropical paradises. Yeah. And, and I don't have to pay taxes. Well, there's some trade-offs there. Sure, you want to sure. make sure you're talking to your advisor and your yeah. CPA and your obviously very skilled attorney about how you do that. But yes, those are things that can be done. So when you're thinking about what you would do to avoid taxes, guys, one of the easiest things is what we talk about on this show all the time. And we have for almost a decade, which we call asset shifting. Asset shifting is not illegal. As a matter of fact, it is very, very, very legal and very wise to do. And this means that if we've saved a lot of money in those tax deferred accounts, like our 401ks and our IRAs and things like that, we often over time want to shift those dollars 
to Roth IRAs, which will never pay taxes again once it's in that account. Or you can also use other tax-free accounts that are underwritten by insurance companies. It doesn't mean any of these things are perfect. But guys, the understanding is if you want to have a tax-free future, it's actually a lot easier than scrubbing prison toilets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we got to understand, is it makes sense to you? So I have an example here today, Heather, because I hear this all the time. Yep, I hear this yep. all the time from some of my older clients and older folks that are saying, hey, John, I'm 72. Next year, I start RMD. And I am sick and I am tired. <laughs> I am sick I am and tired of writing a check to Uncle Sam or having him steal my money. So I actually ran this example here. And there's a gentleman that came in. He'd saved about $2 million in his IRA. So pretty good amount of savings. But he's 72. And here's what he said. John, my CPA tells me it would not be wise for me to do any Roth conversions. And I'm like, that's perfectly fine. And, and we'll just do the math on that. We'll find out. And I asked one question. It's like, well, what was your CPA's thought process? Did he think that it would be better that you would save more money while you're alive? Yeah. Or would it be better for your heirs? And he said, well, I didn't ask him that question. Aha. Uh-huh. So the gentleman is 72 years old. He has not yet started taking RMDs. Yeah. But at $2 million of account value, we assumed he's going to get about 8% on his money. Why? Because that's what he's gotten over the last 25 years. Okay. So we're just going to assume he can still get that going forward. And he's paying his advisor at 1% a year. And what we're looking at here is simply, can he save money in taxes now? Or can he potentially save taxes down the road for his heirs? Right. And Heather, when we do the simple math, if he left his money in the current IRA and assuming he gets 8% a year on his money mm-hmm. and he lives to be 90, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. So he's lives for 18 more years. He will have paid $1.8 million in taxes on that account. On the $2 million he <gasps> Ooh, saved? I know it sounds crazy, but this is exactly the math. Yes, That's ma'am. So nice. if you look at it, the $2 million because of RMDs, he's going to have to pay taxes on those required minimum distributions. Then he's actually, his heirs are going to have to pay taxes at his passing on the rest of the money as it's grown. So he's going to pay $1.8 million in taxes on that account if we make those simple assumptions. Now, here's part number two, and this is what I was advising him on, and or at least questioning, right. should he consider it? Right. If we wanted to reallocate this to tax-free accounts, now you can use Roth IRAs, they are the easiest thing to use, or you could use some properly structured insurance plans. Mm-hmm. Either one, I don't care. But for this example, let's just say it's a Roth. If he converted all of these dollars over the next five years so he could keep his tax rate in the same bracket it currently is mm-hmm. so he's not going to pay more marginal taxes but if he put all of this money and shifted these assets to a Roth he would pay a total of $525,000 in taxes over the course of his life. So, Wait a minute. So that's you know, a different... <laughs> yeah, so let's, Wait, let's, let's look at this real easy. Let's go back. If we listen to his current CPA yeah. his current CPA would tell him yeah, you know, you're going to pay about $1.8 million in taxes on that $2 million account. Which sounds, I mean, that's Which just sounds crazy. Yes. And then on my side, if you listen to John Boy here, <laughs> John Boy says, listen, I still don't want you paying a higher marginal rate, but if we assume that you get this out over time, like I would recommend, you're going to cut your tax bill to $525,000, which saves you, ding, 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 $1.3 million in taxes. Now, the question, the question oh, wow, is, wow. what logic was his CPA using? 
amazing because I'm not saying this guy is not good. I just want to know, is he trying to save taxes today? Is he trying to save taxes during the lifetime of this gentleman? Or is he trying to save total taxes and what's going to be paid by the heirs or their surviving spouse at the end? Because Heather, for me, the math is staggeringly and overwhelmingly in favor of considering doing asset shifting and getting that money to tax-free accounts, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so the simple math is a simple math. Now, what would happen if he didn't last age 90? Well, the numbers would be skewed and we would have to understand, well, what do we really think could happen? But this is why you want a good, skilled fiduciary advisor to help do the math with you, right? You want to check all these boxes and find out, hey, should I really do that? Because my CPA says I shouldn't. Well, well, let's just do the math. Yeah, I know it's a four-letter word, but hey, (laughs) we do a lot of that four-letter word in our office. (laughs) Math. And believe me, it's not as bad as it seems. But when you know and you can feel confident that not only does the math work in your favor, we stress test everything. What if he doesn't get 8%? What if he only gets 6? Yeah. What if he gets 14? What if, unfortunately, there uh, he needs more money down the road? What if he increases his income? What if he wants to do gifting strategies instead? Guys, we go through all of these things and yeah. find out, hey, even if your life changed and you wanted to make some of these adjustments, would it still work? And if it does, we consider it. And if it doesn't, then we no longer consider it. And we know exactly the reasoning why. But if you haven't done that kind of analysis, I really recommend. Just like in this situation, if you could save $1.3 million and not scrub prison toilets, does that need to be on a short list of things to consider today? Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Inc. is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.